Wake up, everybody! It's game day! You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is October 4th, 2021. My name is Phil Brossmark. I'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, it is indeed game day. Orlando Magic game day. I got my blue and white Ignite shirt on from the 2008 NBA playoffs. It is that time of year. Real live. Orlando Magic Basketball is back tonight at 7.30 as the Orlando Magic open their preseason against the Boston Celtics. We're going to talk about what to expect from this game, how the Magic are planning to use the preseason, and what to watch for on defense because I think the defense is going to be the big key uh, for the Magic, obviously, as they continue to build their foundation. It's something that Jamal Mosley has talked about so, 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 so much here in the early goings of training camp. So we'll get into that coming up here in just a moment. Before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast, you're coming to Orlando Magic with excruciating detail. This podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want to get ready for the Boston Celtics? Check out our good friends at Locked On Celtics. John Corrales does a great job covering the Boston Celtics. Might have noticed I accidentally left a graphic on here. We share a restream channel with our pals from Locked On Lightning, Locked On Seminoles, and Locked On Rays. Those are all great podcasts to check out as well. Congratulations to the Florida State Seminoles for picking up the only college football win in the state among the major schools. Um, so definitely congrats to them. The Tampa Bay Lightning are actually going to be in Orlando on Tuesday. So get ready for the Lightning's preseason battle with the Florida Panthers over at the Amway Center on Locked On Lightning. And of course, the Tampa Bay Rays heading back to the American League playoffs. So host the ALDS starting on Thursday. You can check out Locked On Rays to get yourself ready for the MLB playoffs. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college, too, there's a Locked On podcast for you. Just search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. I'd also be remiss if I didn't thank you for making Locked On Magic your first listen every day. With Orlando Magic season starting up, get back in the habit of making Locked On Magic your first listen, or at least in your rotation um, throughout the course of the day. Whether you whether your first or your second listen, we are free and available on all platforms, no matter where you download podcasts or if you're watching on YouTube. We thank you so much. We're so excited to get this season going. So let's dive right into it. The preseason is weird. Um, I, I want to make that perfectly clear. The preseason is weird. Um, we don't know what to expect. And this preseason is even weirder than most. We don't know what to expect from this team. Uh, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I mean, I've been talking with some of the other reporters. Uh, you know, obviously, training camp, you get the questions, it kind of stays at this point. Because we don't know anything. We haven't seen anything. Um, you know, the coach is giving us information and, and you know, a little bit, not a ton. Um, but honestly, like one of the struggles that I've had as a reporter going to all these practices is yes, there's an excitement 
about this team. And we're all curious what's different and what practices are like and the energy that Jamal Mosley is trying to trying to instill into this team. Um, but honestly, I find this very difficult to ask questions because I don't know what to expect. Um, you know, sure, Jamal Mosley said pace, space in the past, and we've asked questions a little bit about that. Um, he said, you know, tied together, tough, and uh, talking. And yeah, there's been a little bit of question. There's been a few questions about that, especially when it comes to the team's energy and kind of guiding philosophy. But at the end of the day, you know, you can't ask really informed questions about. You can't really ask really informed questions about who this Magic team is going to be or what they're what they're trying to be without actually seeing them on the court playing. Um, that, that, that's to be perfectly honest, like, sorry, this, there's something, something played while I was, while I was talking there from one of my many tabs that are open on my computer. Um, but we can't answer any, any of these questions, um, about, about this team until we see them play. And so for us in the media, for us in the public, yeah, preseason's kind of important because it just gives us a little bit of a hint of what to expect when the games actually count. Cause these games don't count. Um, you don't want to see the magic, especially their starters, especially their key players, get run out of the gym. Um, uh, but if they do, it's not the end of the world. Um, I will say this. I, I am always constantly reminded of the 2004 magic, uh, the team that uh, went uh, that won only 21 games and, and ended up with the first pick in the in the, in the upcoming draft. Um, that preseason, the magic did not win a single game. And I do recall, you know, as they were in the midst of what would become a 19 game losing streak. Um, I do recall some reporting suggesting that coaches thought there were problems because the team struggled so much in pieces. And so I typically come on here around this time of year and say what's really, really important is that we see progressive growth. We see the team get better as the preseason goes on, um, that they're better in the last game than they are in the first game, or that we see them make progress. And honestly, yes. You know, and I may have poo-pooed it. I may have shot, you know, shot it down or shot it away and, and gone against this very notion. But last year, the team kind of was all over the place in their preseason. They looked really good in the first game. Injuries started to hit early. Um, Aaron Gordon, I think, got hurt in that first game. They took a little bit of a step back in that second game. They looked really good. They they looked kind of tired in that third game. Uh, and then that fourth game, they they took care of their business. Um, and so, you know, we weren't really sure what to make of the preseason, especially with a team that we felt like we had a pretty good handle on. We knew what that team was going to be. So, like I said, we watch those preseason games. We know what to expect because we've been with Steve Clifford. We've been with these players for so long. This preseason is completely different. This preseason, we don't know what to expect. We don't know what the team's offensive or defensive style is supposed to be. We, we have some clues and, 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 and some of them are worth diving into. Um, we have some clues, um, but at the end of the day, we're learning about this team uh, from from scratch, uh, and this is going to be kind of the baseline to start everything off. Joel Mosley was asked this weekend how he views these preseason games and what he wants to get out of these preseason games. And his response to that question was, you know, I, I want preseason, these preseason games to be an extension of what we worked in training camp. And that, that's a really good way to put it. Because remember... This Magic team is really more about development um, and learning. And, and, and a really big part of learning, I think, is kind of taking every lesson that you can and, and, and again, applying what you've learned in the classroom to, uh, to, 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 to true application, of course. But 
Um, it, it, it's, it's really a learning mindset. You know, we're going to take these games as another data point or as another, you know, not practice because you can't stop uh, and, and adjust things uh, in, in the moment. You have to do it. You have to teach a different way. Um, but the Magic are going to have to really kind of take the lessons and take the things that they've learned in training camp and really make them their own. Um, and I think that's that's a lot easier said than done. That's not that's not an easier easy thing to do. And again, the, the bottom line is we don't know what they're trying to do quite yet. So analysis is really really tough. The first thing you of course want to see is effort. Um, you know, and, and I, I don't ever question effort. I don't ever I don't try I try not to question effort when it when it's obvious that someone's not playing hard. It's obvious. Um, that's that's obviously where things you want to see guys play hard. You want to see them play tough and physical because I think that's what Jamal mostly wants them to do too. You want to see them push the pace. You don't want to see the ball kind of crawling up the floor all the time. Mosley, you know, mentioned, um, elaborated a little bit on his offensive philosophy uh, of pace, and he he called it, uh, you know, 21 offense. He wants the ball across half court 20, 21, 20 seconds um, with the, left in the shot clock. He wants to get the ball up the floor quickly. Um, he doesn't, you know, it, it sounds like he really wants players to have control over things a little bit, like they have their set principles, they have their sets that he wants the players to really be in command uh, of what's on the court. And he's going to trust, it sounds like, his point guards and his playmakers to, to run plays, to, to get the players into sets, and to know how to handle things on the court. Um, that's that's kind of been a theme, actually. And, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the defense and the differences in the defense here coming up in a bit. But that's been kind of a theme uh, among what the Magic are trying to do um, is allow young allow these young players a little bit of freedom to, to let to, to keep let the reins loose give them the right thoughts give them the right kind of structure and borders that they shouldn't go past but this this is not going to be a rigid system on either end of the floor um and I think that's a really really important thing and a really really important point to draw at at the end of the day though this preseason uh, is just an extension of of camp it is camp revisited. And it's a continuation of what they're focused on in camp. So it's going to be about the defense. It's going to be about how they play. It's going to be about the things that they've been working on in camp. And again, we just have to see it out in action. And that's going to be what's really interesting. Now, obviously, the biggest thing the Magic have worked on in camp is defense. It's really at the heart of the identity that Jamal Mosley wants this team to have. And so we're going to lay down in this episode what that means and what we're expecting defensively from the scene, because honestly, I'm not going to be so concerned about the offense. If, if the offense is completely inept, if the offense like is just not doing anything at all, sure, I'll be concerned because you got to be able to score in this league. Um, but I think in this first preseason game, the focus is more on the defense. So that's where we're going to put a lot of our attention here coming up in just a moment. Before we do that, though, let me tell you a little bit about Sleeper. Uh, in 2018, the fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball was broken. If you've played any type of head-to-head -head fantasy basketball league that isn't just daily fantasy, you know exactly what they're talking about. Games are being won and lost based on whose players had more scheduled games that week. It wasn't really about a strategy. It wasn't really about picking the right players. It sometimes just came down to pure luck. My best guy had two games this week for some reason. His best guy had four. That's game. God forbid a playoff game is determined that way. There's very little strategy. It's just literally logging in and making sure you're accumulating as many points as you can among players who are playing that night. 
So in 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick, and it's only available on Sleeper. In Game Pick, owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count toward their team's total score, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. That means you no longer have to log in every day uh, and pit and make sure that you're accumulating all the stats you can and, and grabbing and having all the active players in your lineup. That mindless busy work is over. Instead, it's like playing fantasy football. It's strategy-based. You pick the game that your best players stats count for, and when that game is played, you rack up the points. You miss, you miss the you pick the wrong game, tough luck. That's called strategy. It's called it's called knowing your opponent. It's called knowing the matchup. It's called just a little bit of luck. There's always a little bit of luck involved. It's fantasy sports. So whether you prefer redraft keeper or dynasty leagues, game picks has you covered. Sleeper has cracked the fantasy basketball code. So if you love playing fantasy football and you prefer building out a weekly strategy versus daily busy work, you're going to love game picks. Download the Sleeper app and start a league with your friends today. You will not be disappointed. Today's podcast also brought to you by your pals at DirecTV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. The other that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone. And you've got your neighbor's best friend's login to get the premium movie channel that you're not paying for anyway. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. I want to thank you again for making Locked on Magic your first listen every day. We do appreciate all of our listeners. So no matter really if we're your first listen, your second listen, or just something you grab during lunch or whenever, we do appreciate all of you all of you uh, making this Locked on Magic family a great one. We are so excited to start the season. We're going to be doing another live Locked on Magic episode on Thursday at 5 p.m. So that's Thursday at 5 p.m will be on uh, Spotify Greenroom as well as on YouTube. So subscribe to the YouTube page. Um, you can also find me on Spotify Greenroom. Uh, I believe I am P. Rossman Reich. Um, in any case, I will send out links on my Twitter page at Philip R. underscore Bean. Of course, you can join us as well on YouTube. We're doing YouTube Lives now. Um, I may actually, I'm going to actually throw this, throw this thought out there. Let's do a live YouTube Live, just a live show. I want to get your, your comments, your questions. Um, a live YouTube live show, uh, pregame uh, of Wednesday's game. Now, obviously, that game is not going to be on TV, so maybe we'll bleed into it. I, I am going to. I do get league pass, um, so I'll have a little bit. I'll have more details of that on tomorrow's episode. My plan is to do some some pregame, maybe even some postgame stuff uh, with with the YouTube live function that we have. Answer some questions that you might have about the Orlando Magic. Um, uh, questions that you have about the team. What you want to know. Uh, and, and interact with you all a little bit more. So, so be on the lookout for that and definitely subscribe to the YouTube page. There's going to be some of these that are going to be YouTube exclusive. They will not be on the podcast feed. So the YouTube page is definitely where you want to go to search for Locked On Magic. But I want to talk about the defense. Um, 
we're obviously in an offensive league. And so uh, the fact that the Magic are once again kind of carving out a, a defensive mindset and a defensive attitude is, is a little bit controversial. Um, I think a lot of it is that that just the philosophy of Jeff Weltman, the philosophy of the people that he's brought in, is that defense still wins. And, and I do think that there's something to that. Um, I do think that there is there is something to defense um, uh, uh, winning championships and 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 taking you know getting teams better quicker. Now you need both offense and defense to be successful in this league. Uh, that, that's that's just the bottom line. That that has to happen. Um, but with the team that the Magic have now, defense is obviously uh, their strength. You look at the players up and down this roster. Jalen Suggs projects to be a great defender. Jonathan Isaac's obviously a good defender. Wendell Carter's a good defender. Mo Bamba's a potentially good defender. Chumo Kiki's a potentially good defender. I mean, a lot of it's potential because they're all super, 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 super young. Um, but defense is what this team wants to be built around. And Jabal Mosley has also made it clear that defense is a big part of the identity that he wants for this team. Um, and so how is the Magic's defense going to be different? Um, because this is not going to be a Steve Clifford defense. Um, you know, I, I will admit I phrased my question very weirdly to Jamal to Jamal Mosley when I asked him this at practice on Sunday, um, just trying to get a sense of what the difference is in, in Mosley's defensive ident- uh, uh, philosophy and Steve Clifford's. Mosley has made it very, very clear. He wants his players into the ball. He wants them playing physical with them. He wants them to really push, push the tempo defensively as much as they are offensively. This is not going to be a Steve Clifford defense. Um, Steve Clifford defense is very good defense. I'm not, I'm not knocking it. I'm not, I think it was something that worked really well for that team. The magic had. Um, and so I, I, you know, again, you have to kind of pick the strategy that's best for your team. Um, but Steve Clifford defenses are extremely conservative. No steals. They don't, he does not want you shooting into passing lanes. He wants you uh, in passing lanes and kind of guarding against passing lanes. He doesn't want you gambling and going after steals. His defensive strategy is very simply about kind of creating this structure. You're protecting the paint. You're making the other team execute and beat you. Um, really, just beat you. Um, you know they, they have to execute at a higher level against the Steve Clifford team because Steve Clifford teams are not going to give up points in the paint. They're not going to give up second chance points. They're going to be very solid and keep you out of the paint and be very, very, very structured in what they're trying to do. And again, it works. That you go look at the numbers in 2019, go look at the numbers in 2020 even. Magic's defense was very, very good with players who are not considered good defenders. Obviously, though, I think that strategy is really good for establishing a base and foundation for, for a young team, but um, it, it, props up, it props up bad defense because at, at the end of the day in the playoffs, the kind of shots that Steve Clifford defenses give up are the kind of shots that playoff teams make. Um, and obviously the Magic's offense was never good enough to, to kind of support that defense or, 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 or kind of cover for that defense when it struggled, which it certainly did in 2021, and certainly did in the playoffs both in 2019 and in 2020. It's not a playoff defense. It is a regular season defense. So the question is, how do the Magic build sort of a playoff defense? And Jamal Mosley's going to do things very, very differently. Um, you know, I, I asked Mo Bamba uh, this, uh, about this a little bit more specifically, asking him, What's different between the Steve Clifford defense that, that Mo frankly struggled with, I, I didn't phrase it that way, um, and, and, and the defense that Jamal Mosley is asking to play. And, and he said, 
you know, he said he probably gave the most revealing answer about how the Magic are going to play. Um, he said, you know, it's a lot more freedom. It's it's less about kind of structure and more about principles. So the Magic are going to have their sort of guiding principles. They're going to have the way that they're going to be, they're going to try and play. And, you know, most defenses have rules, no middle, you know, like uh, on pick and rolls, you send them to the side, or you ice it, or, you know, like they have rules like that. Um, but it really seems like Jamal Mosley is going to trust his defense to what the players are thinking and let them kind of figure things out uh, within the principles and rules that they've set up. So they're going to pressure the ball a lot. It really does sound like the Magic are going to really try and get into get into the ball a lot. And you look at the drills that they've been running, uh, some of the you know some of the VO that they've released to the media. Um, it, it's a lot of ball pressure. It's a lot of kind of getting into guys. It's a lot of talking and communicating to cover for you know again the result the results of pressure. In Dallas, the Mavericks got into the ball a lot. Um, they were not a great defensive team, but they stepped up in key moments. And mostly, I think characterized it really, really well too on Sunday as well when I asked him about it. It's it, the, he, he he wants the defense to dictate terms to the offense. Um, and again, that's a very different thing than what Steve Clifford asked. Steve Clifford was not about dictating terms. He wanted you, he he was betting that you couldn't execute against his sound defense enough to beat him. Again, that's not a bad strategy. That's again, I, 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 it worked. Frankly, it worked. Um, but the magic under Mosley are not going to be that way. They've got young bodies. They got guys that, could, that that they expect to go hard after people defensively. They're trying to create turnovers. They're trying to get out and transition. This is more the more the stereotypical style that you see young teams try and play that just never caught on to Steve Clifford, and that's just not who Steve Clifford was as a coach. And, and frankly, he didn't really have the roster to make that, to, to, to play that way. So this defense is going to be very, very different. And again, I'm going off of what's been said at practice, but like I said earlier, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the rules are for this team's defense. I don't know exactly what they're trying to accomplish or, or what that this is supposed to look like. And, and that's why I'm really excited about Monday's game is we'll finally get a chance to see what this is supposed to look like. We'll get a chance to see, uh, how this team is meant to play or how this team wants to play. It's really, really exciting. Um, but I, I do expect this defense to be very different. Um, I expect it to look to get pressure. And that means they're going to get beat a few more times and they're going to give up points in the paint. And there's going to be some frustrating moments where, you know, maybe the help is a little bit late or someone is trying too hard or goes for a steal and gives up a basket. And I think that's some, that's what the magic are willing to give up on occasion because, the pressure is going to get to guys eventually. They'll they'll be able to create some opportunities that way, uh, and they'll win that. And they're hoping that they'll win that trade off in the end, or or that when they're fully actualized, that trade off will be something that they'll they're they're willing to give up. Again, we don't we don't know what this team looks like yet, and 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 that's that's why it's so tough to get any handle or read of what they're trying to do. Again, we've long suspected the Magic can play a much more pressured style. Um, you know, really get into the ball. Uh, throughout the whole half court and really play a different style of defense, a more aggressive style of defense where there's a lot of switching. Um, there's a lot more hard hedging. Um, you know, it sounds like that's something that they're going to be doing a lot more. Uh, and again, you listen to, to Mo, Mo seems really, you know, Mo seemed really excited about the kind of defense that they're about to play. So uh, the thing I'm really looking for defensively, the thing I'm really watching defensively is the amount of pressure the team is putting on its opponents. Um, you know, kind of full, not full court pressure, but half court pressure, um, whether they're going to be 
trapping a little bit more, hedging a little bit more, really kind of getting in, in into the ball and covering themselves but, but behind them. Um, and, and what this you know idea of toughness for Jamal Mosley really means. The Magic could put a lot of work in defensively. And again, I'm going to judge. I really think that the best way to judge whether this team is having a successful preseason game or not is whether the Magic look like they'll be able to defend a little bit. I think that's that this first game especially, that's going to be the focus and that's really going to be what they want to see. Um, you know, Jamal Mosley did say, while this is a continuation of training camp and of the principles that they've been learning and, and working on in training camp, this is also a good measuring stick to see where they're at. And they've got a really good opponent to do that in with the Boston Celtics. We'll talk a little bit more about what to expect in the game against the Celtics coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Built Bar. Did you know Built Bar comes in so many delicious flavors, literally something for everyone, whether you want a free flavor like raspberry or a chocolatey flavor like cookies and cream or German chocolate. Um, it doesn't matter what your flavor is. There's literally something for you. And you can even get a mixed box to get all nine available flavors right now. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. I'm not a protein bar person. I don't like them. They usually come in way too many calories. Go to the grocery store. Check out those. Check out the nutritional facts. It'll, it'll really, really blow you away. You're essentially eating another meal. That's not what you're getting with Built Bar. With Built Bar, you get 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180 only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. You get amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So all the gold medals in Tokyo were powered by Built Bar. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. The Orlando Magic will take on the Boston Celtics at 7.30 at TD Garden on Monday, a game that we're really, really excited about just because we're going to answer all these questions. I mean, again, I, I'm sorry if I'm being wishy-washy. I'm sorry if I'm being overly vague. It's because I don't have answers right now. I don't even know the right questions to ask. It's, it's, it's a fun part of the season. It's a fun part of this process to really begin to get to know who this team is going to be. I am less concerned with the opponent. Although I think the prospect of, you know, facing Jason Tatum is going to be a great challenge for Franz Wagner. Um, it's going to be a great challenge for Gary Harris. The prospect of facing Jalen Brown is going to be fun for Jalen Suggs. Um, obviously, we're going to get our first real good look of Jalen Suggs on an NBA floor. We're going to get to see whether how much the rookies have, how much those second-year players have improved, like Cole Anthony, like uh, we won't see Chuma Kike, um, like Cole Anthony, like RJ Hampton. Um, we'll see what that center battle looks like. Um, you know, we're going to get a lot of questions answered. I'm really, 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 you can tell I'm really excited about this. It's going to be, it, it, it's one of my favorite things uh, about the preseason, especially with such a new team is getting uh, a real, you know, kind of firm grip. Um, obviously uh, the game is not on here in Orlando. Um, it will be on NBA league pass. I believe it's, it's being aired in Boston. Um, so, you know, we'll be taking a good look. I, I'm going to be watching it twice. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be at work. Um, I'll watch it at work. I'm going to watch it again when I get home before we pod. So we'll recap the whole thing here on the podcast tomorrow um, to, to really get a sense of what the Magic have accomplished accomplished in this first game. But again, the, 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 the things I'm looking for in this preseason game, 
One, I want to see Jalen sucks. Um, like summer league, it's not about whether you can, you don't find out if he can play in this kind of a game, find out if he can. Um, I want to know, I want Jalen to see Jalen Suggs show flashes uh, and look comfortable on the floor. Now, you know, there's going to be some uncomfortable moments. Obviously there's going to be some learning moments for him, but I want to see him, you know, really begin to establish himself a little bit. Um, obviously I think the defense is a huge thing. I want to see the magic defend, you know, maybe not really well. I don't think the numbers have to quite be there, but I want to be able to come out of the game saying, okay, I see what the magic are trying to do defensively. Here are the things that they have to do to get to this level. Um, and I think they can get there. There's, they showed enough signs that they, they understand that and that they can get there. Cause obviously only have four of these things before the regular season begins. Um, and you know, I think the one thing we do have to start seeing, you know, cause there's only four of these preseason games. So you do have to begin seeing some stratification, some idea of what the lineups and rotations are going to be. Um, it, it's, it's going to be a challenge. It's something that new coach Jamal mostly has kind of been playing coy about. Uh, I think that he will continue to experiment a little bit throughout the course of the preseason. But I think we should come out of this game with some understanding of like, okay, this is what the coach is thinking. These are the combinations the coach is really thinking about how he wants to deploy his players. Um, we'll see if it works or we'll, we'll raise questions about whether it can work or not. This game is all about questions. Um, you want, you know, honestly, I've been asking a lot of questions. I don't have a lot of answers right now. I want to come out of game one of this preseason knowing which questions to ask more than anything else. Which questions should we be asking? Uh, what is this team trying to accomplish? What is this team trying to be? That is the real, real thing that we want coming out of this game. It is, it is, it, it, it's, it, again, it's exciting because you just don't know. We don't know anything. Um, and I'm really excited to begin to learn and discover who this team is on the floor because we have a good sense of who they are off the floor. They're good guys. They really seem to like each other. They really seem to want to work together. Now we got to figure out who, how they work together on the floor. Uh, I want to thank everyone again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic or watching on YouTube, whether you're watching it live or whether you're watching it on delay. Remember, we'll be doing, we'll probably be doing a pregame episode, a pregame episode of Locked on Magic on YouTube. So be sure to subscribe to that. The Magic, magic game on Wednesdays at eight. So we'll probably go at like 7:30 ish. Um, you know, go half hour before the game maybe a little bit into the games uh, for those that can watch for those that can't uh, you know, I'll, I'll provide some commentary and, and, and some, some live live analysis as well. Um, we'll do our regular recap episode of locked on magic uh, as well. Um, we'll also go live on Spotify green room as well as on YouTube on Thursday at 5 PM. That's going to be a fairly regular time. We'll be next Thursday though. Um, this Thursday though, it will be. Um, it will be a fairly regular time that we'll do some live live stuff on YouTube as well as on Spotify Green Room. Great way to interact with the show, ask your questions, uh, and uh, get get a glimpse into get a glimpse into things as well. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places on the podcast to your podcast enable listening advice. You can find me on Twitter at Philip R underscore B. And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out Orlando Magic Daily. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. I'll be posting some live updates as well at omagicdaily. Um, I'll probably post my tape delay thoughts on the preseason game at Philip R underscore MD. I'll probably wa begin watching, doing my second watch of that game around 11, 15 p.m. Eastern time. Um, that's that's when I get home from work. So that's when I'll probably start watching the game once again. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rossberg. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Walk Down Next.